What's up, everybody? Welcome to Cigar Night. My name is Rick Guzman. Man, it feels good to be here today, but I'm not by myself. I have my man, the Matt Shavers, here with me, my man. What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Bro, I'm excellent. I'm yeah. excellent. Yeah. Dude, we haven't seen each other in a while, man. COVID yeah. has uh, restricted us for a little bit, but uh, we're yeah. back. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's been fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. This whole, t- this whole year. Have you, uh, have, did you ever test for COVID by any chance? Yeah, I actually tested last week. Are you serious? Tested last week, man. Why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) No, so I tested because I was around somebody who was around somebody who tested positive. I see. But the person that I was around tested negative, but I still thought like, all right, I might as well Mm -hmm. as a precaution. So I went, I got tested negative. Sure. Tested negative. But, um, yeah, that test sucks. It It sucked, man. It It did. I I, I agree. It did suck. I, I got tested as well. Um, I don't know if I got the, the one that everyone says because like I got something on my nose and it tickled, but it wasn't like bad. They didn't jam it up to your brain. I don't know. I don't think so. It tickled. It <laughs> nah, went up you, there, but you it would tickled. Know. You would yeah. Know. If oh, yeah. It, you felt it. Dude, yeah. So my test, so I did the test, but I also did like a study with it. So I got paid. Oh, bad. Yeah. It was nice. Like it was a hundred bucks, but still whatever. Something. Um, so the regular test, at least at the Freeman, you know, it's just a mouth swab. Mm-hmm. And then it, with the study, it's an additional mouth swab. And then they do one in each nostril, but just the, just here. And that tickles. Uh-huh. But then they also jam one up your fucking nose. Yeah, yeah. And man, like when they did that, it's only for like a couple seconds, but like a single tear just oh, shed shit. it down my face. What? It was awful, man. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't think I got that one because I was really nervous, and I mean it looked long, like that little, um, uh, whatever you call it, the stick, whatever. Yeah, um, like the Q-tip. Q-tip, thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It looked um, long, and I was like, damn, this is going up my nose, going to touch my brain. Yeah, man. Um, but it, it, I felt it up my nose, but I, it didn't go all the way up there, so I don't know if, um, I don't know if I got the 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 one that everyone gets. Uh, I turned negative, so that was always good. But was it was again around somebody who was positive, and it was at work, so it is what it is. But uh, yeah, dude, COVID has been weird. Um, I mean, it was a big part of like you know, cigar night was on hold uh, with you know work related and stuff. But um, I'm glad we're back, and you know, COVID is slowly going away. Slowly, uh, I think things are getting somewhat better. Um, it seems that way. It seems that way. I mean, things are opening up. I don't know if. I if they should be, but yeah, right, you're right. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Like you know, they're estimating that or predicting that once it gets like really cold, you know, mm-hmm. the time of the year when the normal flu yeah. acts up, yeah. we'll see how it plays out. But I don't know. You hear so many different things. It's a shit. It's like who, it's, who knows yeah. what's going on. And that's that's the thing too. So I have family members that uh, are taking it like way too serious, and I'm, it's a good thing I guess taking it serious, but. So they're the type they're like, I'm not going out of my house. I'm not touching anybody. I'm not seeing anybody. Like, if you want to talk to me, talk through the window. Like, it's right. at a point where it's like, relax. Like, calm down. Yeah. Um, because honestly, like, they're the kind that you talk to them on the phone and they're like starting to go insane. Because like, they're not going out. Yeah. Like, the only sunlight they get is like through their backyard if they go out. Like, they're not going out. Like, legit. Yeah. And so that's kind of bad for the mindset because like... The brain needs human touch. Needs and like if you're not getting that, that's kind of fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's been weird. It is a weird time. Yeah. I would say that not to sound insensitive to like, you know, people who have died yeah. from COVID. It's legit. It is a real it's thing. A real, it's a real fucking thing. But I got to say, just like personally, it's been a really good experience for me. Mm. Just like being locked up for a couple of months. 
like alone, like really it forces you. I feel like a lot of people changed. I feel like everybody changed during this time, not just because of COVID, but you also had like the George Floyd thing happen and like all this crazy shit happening in the country. But like being forced to stay inside all day, it forces you to like kind of face your inner demons and just mm-hmm. think about shit. And then man, like I went into COVID one way and I came out of this whole thing just completely different. Really? And it's been like a really good experience. That's good. That's really good. I think most people have gone through that. Well, you find yourself in a sense. Yeah, in a sense, like, you know, like, dude, like, going into COVID, I was just, like, on this super, like, bad path of just, like, every day, nine to five kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? I was just starting to get kind of, like, dragged out. And then COVID happened. It's like, all right, we're all just going to stay inside. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to fucking drink every day and do whatever I want. And then I ended up getting really fat. (laughs) And I went up to, like, 164 pounds, which is the heaviest I've ever been. Um, and then after a couple months, I was like, dude, and I need to like figure my shit out. So then I stopped drinking for a while and then changed my eating habits, lost some weight and then realized, oh wow, this whole time I never thought that I had such a bad relationship with eating alcohol, smoking, whatever it's been. Mm -hmm. And then after taking that break, I was like, wow, damn. So then I slowly added all those things back into my life, but in a more like appropriate way, I guess. And now I'm down to 150, uh, which has been cool over the course of two months, just from changing my eating habits. So, and then like all kinds of shit, like dude, like conversations with people, you know, it gave me time to focus on music and other projects, all kinds of shit. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about that, man. Your your future projects, because that's that's what we're about here right now. Yeah, man. Um, but you know, while we're on topic of COVID, I I don't know if you've gone to restaurants yet, like yeah, out. Yeah, I it, so. Everything was closed, right? And then when things first starting opening up, the first restaurant I went to was IHOP, like legit. Because I was like, man, like I was out, and I'm like, man, I, you know, I miss, I miss my pancakes, man. Like yeah, I miss, dude. you know, I miss coffee from my, like I miss that. So I went, and it was the weirdest shit, bro. Like the first time going to a restaurant after things were opening up, it was weird. What was weird about it? It felt wrong. Oh, it, it felt, felt it- wrong. It was like this is weird. Yeah. Like, well, I don't think I should be here. It yeah. felt weird. It felt wrong. It felt weird being back in a restaurant and it, i got back i got used to it again yeah. but it felt weird at first uh being away from all that for so long things being closing things being closed um so it, it's been it was interesting getting back into that uh normal feeling or the new sense of normal the new sense of normal yeah, yeah it yeah. is weird and it's weird because like now everyone you see is wearing masks and like it's normal now yeah i mean i don't i don't i've i don't have a problem with adapting to the new normal if it's what we got to do as people right i mean you know people could argue like you shouldn't be going out anyway yeah whatever but like at least like wear the mask social distance like i yeah. try to stay away from people yeah don't touch anything yeah. as much as i can right but, but yeah, dude, you, like, you, you gotta live your life you gotta move on like you gotta live your life exactly you gotta yeah. do it um yeah you gotta you gotta live like you gotta do stuff and i mean it, it it'll go away eventually i hope um it's just a matter of time um yeah go away or you know we'll have a vaccine maybe and yeah. then it'll just be like the flu it's just it's just a it's new, another around. thing we yeah. gotta deal with yeah uh but dude yeah the 2020 has been weird and, and about 2020 you have talked about covid giving you a, a sense of new direction a sense of something new in your life yeah man. music man and i know music has always been in your life yeah. But right now you're taking even more serious. Now, like now it's official. Mm-hmm. Matt Shavers and his evil ways. 
Yeah. The name of, uh, I guess your band, the name of you, your musician name, Matt Shavers and his Evil Ways. Talk about that, man. What is that about? So Matt Shavers and the Evil Ways, um, it's so, I think it's really cool how everything just kind of like came to fruition, like the yeah. ideas of everything I've yeah. come up with. Not to like suck my own dick, but like, <laughs> I think it's all kind of neat. Um, but uh, yeah, so Matt Shavers and the Evil Ways, the idea behind the name is... One of my favorite artists is The White Buffalo, mm-hmm. and he has this album, one of my favorite albums of all time, is called Shadows, Grays, and Evil Ways. And a lot of just who I am as a person, just kind of, I just kind of like adopted from his lyrics mm-hmm. and everything. And this was when I was working on the cruise ship. Like, oh, this yeah. Is when, this is when the Evil yeah. Ways started, was on the cruise ship. Because I was just like, the whole month I was there, I was just like going crazy. So I just had to like, my inner artist was popping out. You know what I mean? Like when you go through some shit, you just can't help but be artistic. So that's when the evil ways was essentially born. Uh, originally in the year before that, originally, um, it was just going to be called the villains club, mm. like my band or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be the villains club. And I was like, ah, I don't think I really like that so much. So then Matt Shavers and the evil ways happen. And it's like, okay, this is a lot better. But the EP that I'm getting ready to release is, uh, Matt Shavers and the evil ways, the villains club. It's kind of like an homage to like my older self. And there's like, there's this whole like concept behind it too. That's working out pretty well, I think. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And you know, not to be insensitive to those who have died, but like because of COVID, I got to sit home all day and that, you know, that stimulus check, I was able to (laughs) buy some things that I needed in order to record my shit. Yeah. 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 So I was able to just folk what we're, for five months just yeah. got to focus on writing music yeah you know i couldn't do that before because you know, right you gotta work time. you got a life to deal with and right now everything got kind of put on hold yeah for a few months and so that's awesome man i'm really excited i'm really excited for you Thank you've you. posted some songs like on youtube uh yep. i've seen you post some things already so you have songs out already as it is yeah so i posted demos on youtube of the songs that i'm going to release okay um i've since taken the demos down because ah. i'm getting ready to release the ep right so the ep is going to sound a lot cleaner a little more professional than Badass. the demos did Badass. like the demos is all me like i did i wrote all the parts wrote all the lyrics recorded it produced it mixed it that's the demos that's and then i hooked up with a couple of friends of mine took my demos to them and then in their studio they're they're like all right well let's like Try to make it more Let's clean it up. Let's clean yeah. it up. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And right now it's in the final stages of being mastered, um, so it should be released uh, within a couple weeks. That's badass, man. So I've had a few mus- musicians on the podcast before, and I never asked, and I, I I don't know why, but I want to ask now: What goes into making an EP, or what goes into making an album? I mean, you we see the final product, right? But like, what's the process of it? I mean, from start to finish. I mean, how long has it taken? Um, and like, what's what's the process look like? So I think for everybody, the process is different, mm-hmm. right? Depending on how you work. So all I can say is what happened with me. Yeah. Dude, so these songs that are on the EP, I wrote these songs four years ago. Wow. You know, actually, like some of these songs, I only wrote a verse as a poem. Like they start off as a poem that I wrote four years ago back in 2016 when life was really good. <laughs> and then, um, and during that time I was like, man, this could be a really good song. And I would try to finish it, but just fucking couldn't. Yeah. And then, you know, and then 2020 came around. I'm like, just, I was forced to just sit down and I just finished them. And fortunately I think they came out really well. Um, 
and that's just the lyrics. As far as the music goes, like the the riffs and the chord progressions you're gonna hear on the EP, these are all riffs that I wrote fucking long time ago, man. Yeah. Um, like as early as 2008. Like some wow. of the yeah. Um, like it just came together. It just came together. Like these are all riffs that like I've just been writing over time and like just sat down with my guitar during quarantine and I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna put it all together. Oh shit. Dude, this poem I just wrote, that's going to fit really well with this. So that's kind of like my process. It's kind of like almost waiting for the stars to align. Right. But now that I'm doing it a little bit more often, now I'm getting to a point where I can just sit down and just write something, which is really good and cool. So at least for this EP, that's been that process. Yeah. I have some other projects that have an even interest, more interesting process behind those two, but um, we can talk about those if you want later. But Yeah. Yeah. So this EP, The Villains Club... It, that's coming out is gonna be dope. I'm excited, man. Yeah, man. It's gonna be any awesome. any insight as to when we could hear? You said it, it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. It should be coming out within uh, the next couple weeks. Um, and that's just this EP. Um, and then in December, I think I'm gonna be maybe releasing a sequel EP. Okay. To the Villains Club. So the Villain Clubs Two. The Villains Club Two, um, which is gonna be. And the thing I love about my music, again, not to like kiss my own ass, but like I think it's very, it's like a mix of a lot of different sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes from like this blues rock, black keys kind yeah. of sounding thing. And then it goes into this really weird, like alternative sound. And then it just kind of like ends up back to blues. Because right. the blues is like the foundation of everything I write, essentially. Right. I love blues music. Um, yeah. That's badass, man. Yeah. Bro. We're, we're sitting here thinking and I'm like, man, I'm thinking Matt Shavers has been on the podcast three times already. This is your third time on the podcast. Yeah. And, but this, all the other times we talked, we talked on it was, oh, we're Star Wars stuff. You know, episode nine was coming out and all yeah. that. But for the first time we're talking, we're actually like talking about, you know, life, man. We're talking about you. We're talking about yeah, the yeah. come up, bro. And, and it's exciting because, you know, you're like the specialty guest here on Cigar Night. Oh, you know, yeah, you've you. been on here the most out of everybody. Thank you. And so I'm glad that we're here and, and I'm glad to see you uh, progressing uh, your future in musician because it's something that you've always wanted. Yeah. Like even talking, I mean, we met in college and talking to you back then, you're like, man, I want to go back to, to school for music. Like I want to, music has always been something in you. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad that you're going for that goal, for that dream. And it's good seeing you, man. Like you look so good. That beard, bro. <laughs> Thanks, looks man. so good. That COVID yeah. beard. That COVID beard. That yeah, COVID dude. Beard. Haven't shaved. Dude, a couple months ago, I had a purple mohawk. What? Yeah, since then, I buzzed my head. You know, that it's grown a little bit. That's good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, do, I feel good. I feel you good. look good, man. Thank you. COVID, COVID has treated you well, man. COVID has treated me very well, I think. It was definitely... Like, the first couple months of COVID were rough. Yeah. You know, just, like, having to sit down and just deal with shit. Yeah. But then after that, man, as soon as I recorded that first song, it just all came together. Yeah. The first song, Graves, um, that I did... I like I sat down, and recorded it, and I was just like, "Wow, this is it." Yeah, like that that child in me. It's was, yours, and when the thing yeah. is, is like you made that. Yeah. So like, there's even something even more. There's a good feeling when it's like I did that, and yeah. it motivates you to keep doing something else. So like, let's do more. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's keep doing it. Yeah, man. Um. So that's awesome. I remember seeing Graves, and you made a music video for it. Yeah, yeah. That what was that about? Like, well, how did that go? So, so the song is about zombies. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like, dude, I don't know. As soon as I got the song done, I was like, dude, I gotta make a music video for this just for fun. <laughs> and because like I'm friends with like Sean Ross. And yeah, all these yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Ross directed the music video. 
And like, we're a bunch of film dudes. Yeah. So like, we're all a bunch of versatile kind of guys. And like, I wrote the song and like, I wrote the song with this music video in my brain as I was writing it. I was like, all right, cool. We got to do this. So I hit up Sean. I'm like, yo, Sean, I'm going to read these lyrics to you. Tell me what you think. And it's a zombie thing. It's like, it's about a dude who like is waking up to the zombie apocalypse, right? That's all, that's all the song is about. Yeah. I remember I seeing the music video. It was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I call up Sean Ross and I'm like, hey, man, I'm reading these lyrics. Tell me what you think. I read the lyrics and I say, all right, what's the story? And he's like, oh, it, that obviously it's about a guy having a hard time in a relationship. Damn. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I was like blown away. It's about zombies, bro. I'm like, dude, this is a song about zombies. Where'd you get that? And he's like, oh, dude, I mean, yeah, it's about zombies. But really what you're saying is this. I'm like, Sean Ross. Damn, Damn, bro. Yeah. So then we came together, made the music video, which was really cool. Honestly, like this was during like early COVID quarantine. Mm -hmm. So it was like, all right, we're going to get these people in here. And, you know, we have to like work at a distance and like only have people working together who have been quarantining together. So as far as like, the future of the entertainment industry, like I felt like we kind of did something historical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, we made something in the middle of quarantine. Yeah. Followed all the rules and shit. I mean, I guess we followed the rules, but like, you know, we did it, you know, we did something artistic and creative and I thought it came out good. It's a good looking video. I think, you know, what's funny is earlier you mentioned how you wrote poems years ago. Yeah. And now you're using them for songs. Mm -hmm. And there's a band that we both like who did that. Dude, I know. Dude, I'm wearing this shirt right now. I know. Bro. Heavy, dirty soul. I know. I know. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, I know. And not too many people know about that. No, bro. Yeah. I see it every now and then it pops up on like, uh, like recommended for you on YouTube. And I'm like, I watch it because I'm like, bro. Yeah. But he's like walking down the street. Yeah. Ring heavy, dirty soul lyrics. It's, and it's, you're just like, and then now you're just like, bro, that's heavy, dirty soul. I know. It's cool as a fan. Like yeah. he's been following the band for such a long yeah. time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's like the, the special thing about Toronto Pilots that's left mm-hmm. about them. They're a special band, but yeah. like for the fans who have been there, it's dude, it's like, we get it. We get it. Yeah. I know where you came from. Like I know, yeah. I know what there's, what that's from. Yeah, man. Uh, and, but it's funny because like now you can say like, I get that. I get like how that works. Yeah, I think it's a real thing, dude. The um, I have this other project that I'm working on. Uh, we could talk about it a little bit later too if we want. But um, I the first song I ever wrote when I was 13 yeah. is gonna be on that. Badass man, you know. And I'm about to turn 25. Yeah, it's like, dude, that's like over 10 years of music in the making that I'm about. Have to you have. changed it at all? Like as far as uh, I mean, you wrote the lyrics. Yeah, because it all starts off as like a poem. Right. You know, no, ne- didn't change any of the lyrics. No, you just added music to it. I'm just adding music to it. That's badass. Yeah. And a lot of the riffs I wrote when I was 13 also. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. A lot of this stuff's new, like pretty recent, a couple of years. But a lot of it's like, this is all shit that I wrote when I was a teenager. So I think that's going to translate also. Like, I, I described the EP I'm about to release. It sounds like a drunk 13-year-old wrote this music to me. And it's yeah. like, I don't know, it's kind of cool in that sense. Like, and what's awesome is that's real. It is real. Like, those yeah. are feelings that you have at that time and like feelings people can relate to because uh, there's a lot of music nowadays that like it's just words there's no meaning behind it you know because my wap isn't you know uh, uh you don't like oh dude, i love WAP. okay i love WAP. <laughs> well that's bad bro but i can't relate to it well yeah but the thing is somebody can i guess you know what i mean yeah yeah it's one of my pilots great lyrics but yeah. not everyone can relate to it sure it matters to those who well, to. luckily I have a pet cheetah in, in my back, so I really <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
but no you know th that's what i love about your your music and, and what i've heard so far it's real man you know and, and the lyrics are real and and there's another musician i've had on this podcast fooling utopia same thing bro they're they're real music and the thing about i like fooling utopia. dude great yeah, guy man. i've heard um, i think i've heard a song dude that i like but but Mass Shavers and Evil Ways is up there too in that category because, and there's something about like early musicians in their career where like the, the music that they write, the lyrics that they write, it's still real to them. Like, um, it's your feelings. Yeah. Right? It's not manifested by a producer or somebody else wrote it, right? Yeah, it's And you me. just took the, the song and sang it. Like, this is you. Yeah. Like, this is a part of you and I think that's what makes it special. It's special because it also makes you, or any artist doing this, it makes you vulnerable. Yeah. Like there's one song on the EP. Um, some people have already heard the demo on YouTube, mm -hmm. which is down, of course. But um, the song's called "My Fault." Um, dude, that, like, that's super personal shit, and it's like most people wouldn't talk about it, mm. you know. But like, I don't know. I guess as a way to say, hey, I'm not gonna let this thing bother me anymore. Like now, I'm gonna own it. Yeah, and then I turn into art and show it to yeah. people. It was it was like a very like good feeling to record it and get it out there. Well, yeah, and I think music is one of those ways that people um, express themselves, but also um, they go to to maybe clear their mind yeah. in some way. And and it's funny because there's a class I took in college. It's a philosophy class, and they talked about how when you're sad, you put on sad music to make you sadder. Right. Right. And yeah. I think it's the same thing. Like there's things we don't talk about, but like we need music like that because we need to like get in that mindset to get those emotions out exactly you know? exactly dude a yeah. lot of times people distract themselves yeah but you, you need to sit down and feel it that yeah. way your body can heal and for me that's what this ep was man like i was bro. dealing with all kinds of shit and getting to record this ep just yeah. it allowed me to heal bro that's deep man. it's yeah people it's need deep. time to heal yeah you're gonna hear this song about zombies and like wow that guy's so deep like no, but nah, yeah, it's about yeah. zombies. It's, it's zombies. about this love and and people loving and the relationships and, the, and the, I, I feel dead inside because this relationship has caused me this. Nah, bro, it's just about zombies, man. Yeah, dude, the, the EP is crazy, man. It starts off with like zombies and then it goes through like simping for Dracula to wow, this country's fucked up to man, you know, I got my heart broken to yeah. fucking like it's it's really crazy. You know what I what movie I saw yesterday. Was Speaking that? of Dracula, fucking forgetting Sarah Marshall. Bro. I haven't seen that in forever. Bro, I saw it last night. It was on Hulu, and I was like, oh, bro. I was like, I want to watch this movie. I watched it with my girlfriend, and we watched it. And as the Dracula part came on, I'm like, I was like, oh, bro, this is my favorite scene. Where he's like in the bar playing. Yeah. Dude, and I started seeing the lyrics. I'm like, bro, <laughs> fucking beautiful. It's, it, dude, it, I would watch that show. And then, but, but again, what was, what, was, uh, what was his name? Peter, I think, in the movie. His character, you know, he wanted to express himself through this Dracula puppet musical. Yeah. Right? And this girl wouldn't let him. She didn't believe in him. Yeah, I know. But now he's happy, bro, because he's, he did his puppet show and she wasn't there. Yeah. she left. And sometimes people need to realize that the people you love are holding you back. Damn. That's, Damn, that's bro. That's deep. <laughs> and I learned that from forgetting Sarah from Marshall, bro. Yeah, dude. Beautiful. Yeah. Even if what you create sucks, like, so what? Create it. Even if no one likes it, like do it for yourself first, yeah, bro. And then if people like it, that's a plus. That's why I do the podcast, bro. It sucks, but I, it makes me happy, bro. Nah, dude, I enjoy your podcast. Thanks, bro. I really yeah. appreciate that. It makes me happy, man. 
that's all that matters. And that's all that matters, man. It makes you happy. Your music makes you happy. Your music makes me happy, and it makes a lot of other people happy. I'm glad. And to that's hear that. exciting, bro. Yeah. I'm glad do you have that. a Do you have anything to show? I know you brought you brought a, a sneak peek of it. Yeah, dude. I got um. It's, I it's gonna be the lead single, on the EP. Okay. Um. At least that's what me and the producers have. Uh, all right. Agreed upon. All right. All right. But yeah, I could play. We'll, some. we'll play a, a sneak peek of it. We won't show the, the full. Um, if you want, it's up to you. However, you want to do it. Yeah, I'll play a sneak peek of it. Yeah, All right. I'll play, right. I'll play like the first verse and chorus, and then I'll, I'll shut yeah. it up. Let's do it. Let's yeah. see what you got. Matt Shavers in his evil ways. All right, this is Black and Blue. Black and Blue. Thanks, man. Matt Shavers and His Evil Ways. That was awesome. Black and Blue, I kind of see where the song was going with it. Yeah. What's a little inside in Black and Blue? What, what, is that the song that's uh, that was like really meaningful, or is that just like something you came up with? Not not like super meaningful in the deep sense, but it was something that I was feeling. Sure. It was something I was feeling, and I just had to get out and down. Yeah, man. The song's about fucking. Like that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it's about. And I got in this particular moment when I wrote the song last year, or at least the lyrics, yeah. I was like, I was kind of going through this thing, um, and it just came out of me. Like I don't know, it just kind of just came out of me. And the mm. the music, actually, a lot of those riffs and shit I wrote back when I was thirteen, you yeah. know, with the jazz duo. Those that used to be a jazz song. So that's the thing. So like automatically, I, like as soon as it started, I definitely felt that blues. Yeah. Like I, I felt like I could be drinking a beer to that song. Dude, yeah, man. I think I write good music for bars. You know? Hell, dude, yes. Yeah, man. I can see that in a bar background, uh, the opening to a. A movie, I dude, can see yeah. it, dude. Hell yeah, yeah for sure. In a bar scene, yeah. I could see that, man. Yeah, that's badass. I'm Thank really you. excited. And you play all the instruments in that song? Yes. Um, the only thing that I didn't do was in the in the production process. Once I took it to the studio, we've added a couple of drum tracks mm. to it, just because finding actual drummers is tough, okay. and during COVID especially. Sure. Um, but like, I have uh, percussion instruments that 
I own yeah. that I did over the track. And then it's like, you know what? Let's just have like some symbols here. You yeah. Know? Like things like that. Did you learn any instruments? Have you learned any instruments since you uh, started, you know? Yeah. Uh, you really? Yeah. During COVID. So I learned how to play cajon, which is that box drum thing. <laughs> yeah. I learned how to oh, play yeah. that. Um, you know, shakers, some cymbals and things, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I've never fucked with before. Yeah. I learned how to. Percussion. I just, I just, yeah, percussion. I just played with some stuff to see what sounded good. Um, I've always been a bass player, so that was yeah. fine. Um, I have only been playing like acoustic guitar for a couple of years, so that was a thing. And then I have a baritone guitar that I use for a lot of like the solo riffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gotten a lot better on that during this time. And then I bought a normal standard guitar. Yeah. Um, for this, which I have never owned before, I've never had a standard guitar. Sure. So then I learned how to fucking play that real quick and just record yeah. it. It's it's a it amazes me, like. You, you you and the other musicians I've had on this podcast are like, yeah, like I learned this instrument like uh, because, you know, I had to do it for the song and I just picked it up and like I started playing and I'm like, bro, <laughs> I've been playing guitar for like, fuck, I don't know, since I was like 11 and like I'm still not at that level. And yeah. like maybe because I didn't, I didn't take it too, too serious, yeah. you know, in a sense where like I'm going to write music. Like I never took it to that level. But it amazes me like how quick like you pick it up and how good you are. And I think that's just something in, from the inside. That's just something like I think you have. Um, oh, thank you. Because I, like I said, I play guitar and I'm not at that level. And I like I've, I've I haven't played in a while, but I never got to that level where I could like pick up a guitar and like let's let's write let's make music. Yeah, like, nah. I, I get that, man. I think anybody can do it. I think I was just fortunate that you know I grew up in a small town. Mm. So 13, I picked up bass for the first time, and I would play like six hours a day every yeah. fucking day. See, no, that wasn't so that translating that to guitar wasn't such a big sure. deal for me. Well, yeah. and you also have music in you. Like, like music is a passion you have. Yeah, yeah. You sure. know? And like, I love singing, but I'm terrible at it, oh, right? So like, I sing amazing in the shower. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's as much as it goes, right? Yeah, as long as you enjoy doing it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Like, if you are in the car with me, you're going to have... A solo performance of Rick Guzman. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because yeah. I'll jam out and I'll sing my lungs out, bro. Sounds terrible. Uh, who cares? But, bro, it's fun. Yeah. I don't think I sound that great either. But, like, I, I think I sound better when it comes to my stuff, but singing other people's songs. It's just... hard. I think everyone has a genre. And everyone's voice fits a genre. Um, yeah. yeah. In a sure. sense. And I, I, the genre you're hitting, what, what, what genre would you put yourself in, would you say? I guess if I had to say i would say the closest thing would be like americana just because americana is like a blend of a lot of different things mm. it's a blend of like blues country folk yeah. rock I, and you know i got a little country in there you know i got the bars and and all that like we talked about like you see that in a bar yeah um got a little rock in there blues you know yeah a little bit of everything bro yeah and it's good it's good stuff yeah and like the other tracks on the ep are gonna sound a lot different every track sounds different that's which awesome. i think is cool and that's cool yeah that's cool because then it's not repetitive it doesn't uh, automatically put you in in a genre like you like automatically like oh like if, if I'm sad I'll listen to one of your songs that's sad if I'm in a badass mood and I'm gonna listen to a badass song that you yeah. have you know and that's that's and there's other artists that are like that and that's what makes them good I think is I think so too they, they have sad songs they have you know badass songs that gets you pumped and then they have other songs that gets you depressed I mean you know yeah um, 
that was something I always struggled with as an artist growing up was like I would write all these different things and I'm like yeah but who am I as a musician right, like right, I, right. I, I come up with all these different things but can I make an album of just this yeah. and then as I got older and as the music industry changed and just the way people make music change like genre is dead yeah you know what I mean yeah the, I get that the genre what the fuck is that it's like gender like you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. I think you can make whatever you want to make. It's true. So that's how I felt. And like getting this EP done, I was like, dude, I'm not going to just make a blues album or a rock album. I'm right. going to just do whatever I want. You just got to do a Christmas album. <laughs> Isn't that like the end of people's careers? Is it? I guess. That's, that's the like last time I, I heard Mariah Carey. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> she pops up out of nowhere during Christmas time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love Mariah Carey. Yeah. Dude, Christmas. Dude, 2020 has like been a crazy year and like. To think, you know, we're already toward the end of September. Halloween's around the corner. Thanksgiving's coming up. Next thing we know, we're Christmas and New Year's and then 2021. And 2020 has has been, it seemed long, but at the same time, it's been going back fast, at least in my opinion. It feels like fast, dude. It feels like yesterday was March. It's true. Yeah. You know? Well, and yeah, because everything was closed. So, like, summer, like, I didn't get to enjoy summer. You know? Yeah. Everything being closed. And then beach, the one time I wanted to go to the beach couldn't have cars on the beach you know you couldn't uh right, right. you couldn't park you couldn't drive on the beach uh everything was closed so it's like well what's the point like yeah dude back in may i i took like a personal little trip to austin like yeah. got me a hotel i just wanted to stay and write some music yeah. and then um the whole city was just dead yeah and it was awesome it was it was kind of weird dude, yeah sad, so awesome. so for my birthday uh, I had rented out this badass like hotel room, like one of the most expensive in Austin. I don't remember the name. Like it was legit. Yeah, yeah. Fancy as fuck. Like, I swear to you, I think we were the only ones in that hotel. Probably. Like we w- we went in there and like the lobby was like a city. Like it was they had stores like in the lobby. It yeah, was yeah. it was legit. Was this in Austin? Yes. Oh, I know exactly where what you're talking about too. Dude, I it was exactly. badass. Yeah. It was like bro. It's like yeah, it's like a city. It's a city, hotel. yeah. I was, can't remember the name of that. It building. It was badass. Well, yeah, I don't remember what hotel it was. Yeah. Uh, like I did it to myself. I was like, treat yourself. You know, mm-hmm. I went on like hotels.com and I was like, what's the most expensive hotel in Austin? And I'm like, bet, bro. It was beautiful. I swear to you, I think we were the only people in that hotel. Quite possibly. Yeah, like like I'm not, I'm not being like I'm being very serious. Like I ordered pizza and like I went to the lobby to pick it up. Mm-hmm. There was like no one. Yeah. I kind of like that though, like especially early COVID or early quarantine in yeah. San Antonio, how the whole city was just dead. You step outside and it's just quiet. It is. It was nice. It was weird. It was kind of cool. Well, and you know what's funny is that so you have The Walking Dead, season one where Rick was going on his horse to Atlanta. Yeah. But then they took the actual picture of like when COVID hit and the quarantine, and it was like the same highway and everything, and it was empty. Oh. And it was like, bro, like that's freaky. It is. It was like, bro, this it's. Not the apocalypse I wanted, not the not the outbreak I wanted, but yeah, it was it was like bro, yeah, early code was scary. Did you also secretly want COVID to be the zombie apocalypse? Oh, hundred percent, dude. Yeah. I've been waiting for the was, zombie apocalypse for ever since, since, Walking, since Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, bro, and like I guess a little like tangent, but like dude, Walking Dead. Uh, I'm so so apparently it's ending. With yeah, season eleven, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they're gonna do a Daryl and Carol sideshow. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Which. I, don't know. I, I lost interest a few seasons ago, and it was to me one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, because uh, it was good, man. I mean, oh, it was so good. You know, being being an artist, being a, a theatrical artist back in my day, uh, I the one scene I always wanted to reenact. Like, if I could reenact any scene ever, 
was the Rick and Shane, uh, Shane's death, spoiler alert, <laughs> ten, 10 years later, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right before Shane dies, and that interaction between Rick and Shane Good it was so beautiful man. Yeah. yes so good and, and i was like if i could reenact any scene it would be that scene yeah it was so beautiful it was good like good writing great acting like there's, everyone there's fit their seasons were great, ah, dude like there's characters like the actors that fit the characters like they were born for that role oh um, andrew lincoln andrew lincoln Rick, dude yeah. i think i think john bernthal as, as shane was like perfect also for sure i think we haven't seen Andrew Lincoln in anything really since then, but yeah. uh, John Bernthal's The Punisher. Yeah, to bro. me, that's perfect. Really, he's the perfect. He is Punisher. a good, no, like there is some character, there are some actors that, that that they are meant to play those characters. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyways, anyways, just a tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking Dead disappointment, um, and it sucks because it was a good show. But yes, COVID. I remember early COVID, dude. Like there was videos coming out like in China, like. There was like people like killing people because like they had the infection and like they were walking around like with like AK 47s yeah, and like yeah. in, in, in hazmat suits. And everyone was like, what the fuck's going on, bro? Well, I don't know shit about fuck, but apparently China's been crazy. Oh, bro. It you was hear insane. about all these different things happening yeah, in China. I don't know. I like, Damn. Um, but I remember early COVID was creepy. I mean, every month in 2020 has had something. Bro, the killer bees. Uh, yeah, dude. What happened to the killer bees, bro? The killer hornets or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. What, what's that movie, Cabin in the Woods? You ever seen that? No, I never saw it. Well, I guess like, it's like a, it's kind of like a spoof off of horror films, but uh-huh. like they're in the, it's a group of teenagers in this cabin, but there's this group of like scientists or something behind the scenes, and they get to release what they want. So it's like, let's send zombies in there, or let's send ghosts in there, um, and that's kind of how 2020 felt. It's like, all right, this let's month, let's send this. this. Yeah. So wait, so that's how the movie ends. Well, the movie ends with, spoiler, I guess, um, it's been a long time, but it ends with the teenagers finding out about this group of scientists or whatever the fuck they are, oh, okay. who are using them as an experiment oh, to wow. see how they would survive against zombies. But it's a comedy? Or- it's kind of like a horror comedy kind of thing. Uh, it's a pretty good movie. Cabin in the Woods, it's great. So it's like it's not like Sasha's Party, where it ends and it's like, every, no. everyone's fake. No, it's not <laughs> like, like that. that was a stupid ending. It's not like that. The ending to Cabin in the Woods is fucking crazy. Okay. That's uh, a good movie. That's good. Yeah. And that's kind of how 2020 felt. Yeah, just things being thrown. Yeah, dude, the killer hornets or whatever. That was that. And then there was like three hurricanes. Like, I was like, what the hell is going on? Crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy yeah, every shit. month has been something. And I mean, not to... I know like we, we... We're talking about COVID, but like I don't mean it to be like in a joking manner. Like, COVID is serious. Like, I mean, there is legit. Like, I've had family members who have passed away because of COVID. And it sucks, bro. Like, yeah. uh, I haven't seen them in years, but... Like, hearing them, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I remember them. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like, well, what sucks is, like, all of those people who died could still be alive. Right. Yeah. You know, if um, if we had done something about it. Yeah. I, I don't know, in a different way or sooner. I don't know. Maybe we should all still be in quarantine. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you look at other countries, and, I mean, I'm not a political genius. I'm not. Me uh, neither. I don't, I, don't, I don't get into politics. I, I and like, I'm going to be very honest about it. Like, I don't get into politics. I don't care for politics to be honest um because it's just i don't have time for that like, it's, I ain't got it's time. not your field it's not my field yeah, and so I, right. like i said i don't know shit about anything like what did you say what did you say like i don't i don't know shit about fuck i don't know shit about fuck bro yeah. like i don't know but uh i mean look, you look at other countries that were in quarantine and and took it very very serious where everything stopped like everything, everything stopped like everything and their governments like really did a good job taking care of them yeah financially and then like now they're like no no, like no exposures like no one's positive or very very little yeah and like now they're 
getting, getting back up. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, like should it have been early? I don't know. Again, I don't know shit about fuck. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's another saying that I heard back in the academy. It was, uh, I have a CHS. CHS. What's that? Can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I'm suffering from CHS. Yeah. Can't hear shit. Um, yeah, dude. Twenty twenty's been whack. But you know what, man? I'm I'm really glad to see that that you. And, and you, and I'm sure there's other people who've used that time to reflect on them, um, you know, maybe had a, a new sense of a new mindset, a new purpose. Um, and I talked about this in the last episode, like having a goal, like having something to live for. Yeah. Dude, that's so important. For sure. For sure. Like so important in life, man, because if you don't know what your purpose is, you're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel like ass, bro. Like. Then you're going to be asking, you're just living, you're just waking up and you're just going to work, you know, nine to five or whatever. And then you come home and then you just, what, like, what are you going to do? Like, what do you live for? You got to have some sort of purpose and whether it be family, you know, I'm doing this for my family or, or I'm doing this for me. Um, you got to do something, you know, you got to find something. And so I'm really glad to see that, that you have found something in music, you know, took the time to to live your dream man because i mean would, would you say like in a sense you're living your dream right now focusing on music and and i mean you're it's not done by any means but like yeah, yeah. you're just starting but like you're doing what you love yeah for me i mean that's just all it is it's like i'm doing what i love to do like i'm grateful to have the time to do it yeah and then once i do go back to work and everything get back to normal i guess like now that i have done the ep yeah. now i'm going to be a lot more serious about like making time to yeah. continue that process so in that sense yeah it's like following your dream but when we're talking about purpose i think i don't know if we have to know what our purpose is mm. at any particular age like maybe some people don't know their purpose until they're 50 i was very uh, fortunate to know my purpose at a very very young age and i think my purpose in life on this earth is to bring people together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even though I mean, like, that's what I do. Like, as far as, like, making people feel welcome or, like, hosting parties and things and, like, getting people to just hang out. Like, that's what I do best. That's my purpose in life. And yeah. I feel like music, my music ties into that. It's like, dude, I'm going to play this show. Everyone come. Let's all have drinks, hang out, whatever. You know? Hey, here's this new person I just met. Here are my friends. Yeah. Let's all be friends. Yeah. Like, that's what I do best. And I yeah. figured that out. And maybe, you know, other people don't have it figured out, but they will. Yo, listen, no. hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, that's what I'm, I guess I'm getting at. It's like, you know, it's okay if you don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying you gotta do it, but you will find it, I guess, eventually. But it's, you gotta have, you gotta find it, you know, and, and you can't just wait around for it either. Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta go good. out and do it. Like, you gotta go out and find it. There's a saying I've been hearing over and over these last few weeks, and it's people at work, and they're like, if you're not happy, find out why. And I'm like, damn. Damn. Well, damn. That's, like, that's really interesting. Yeah. Find out why. If you're not happy, find out why. And it got me thinking. I'm like, yeah. Why Why aren't you happy? Like, what? Like, why am I not happy right now? And then you just start thinking, man. You start thinking, Is and it, I bet it's a lot simpler than people think. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I do it. I hate my job. Well, why are you doing your job? Because uh, it pays good. Right. What do you want to do? Ah, oh, bro, I love cars, man. Like, I want to work on cars. No bullshit. No bullshit. One of my dad's coworkers. Was it a co? Yeah, I think it was a coworker. He, he did this. He was making good money in a job, and he quit everything, became a mechanic. Like he had a good job, making good money. Mm. Hated it. 
quit his job, became a mechanic. Just because he wanted to. Bro, died happy. He died doing what he wanted. Hells yeah, man. That's making awesome. Making probably 50% less than what he made. So what? Bro, but he was happy. That's, that's And that's it. more important than money. Happiness is more important than money. Yeah. Money... Money won't buy you happiness. It helps. But it can buy you a boat. But it can buy you a boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I think I think it's important to, to know, you know, if you're not happy and you realize you're not happy and you want to do something about it, you got you to find out why. You got to find out why you're not happy. Yeah. Um, and if you start breaking it down, like, hey, I don't like my job. I don't like where I live. or And I just, you know, I don't like my, I don't feel like I connect with my friends or something. Mm-hmm. Something, whatever it is. Find out why. Find out why you're not happy, and then what you want to do, what your reasons why. Let's try to fix them. Yep, and uh, understand the things you do that make you unhappy. Yeah, it's like you know people who smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it's like if you smoke a cigarette and you just beat yourself up the whole time, then why are you doing it? Yeah, you know, figure out why that's the thing. You know, so what gives you the same feeling of smoking? You know, because some people start relying on that feeling. Yeah. Like what, what? What else could you do that? Yeah, yeah. Like taking the bad out and replacing it with something good, right? Something, something a little more positive or healthy. Yeah, like stop drinking energy drinks and drink coffee. Yeah, for me, it, for me, it was like replacing a lot of the bad shit with music. You yeah, know, music kind of became therapy for me. Hell yeah, and that's important too, man. Like, yeah. men, dude. So, bro, I mentioned this again on the last episode. Mental illness, like a mental health is like so fucking real yeah dude and this country's behind on bro that. this country's behind bro like the other day like the other day no bullshit bro for eight hours all the calls i took were mental health related so okay yeah so in your opinion like for those mental health calls yeah the crisis that people are going through should we send Social workers or someone who's so, a little bit more psychiatric. So, like, so you know what's it? beautiful, and, and and so my department uh, that I work for. I don't mean this just because I work for them, but bro, like we are so far ahead in other cities and states. So the department I work for, we have a mental health unit. Mm. Like we, it's a small unit. It's one of the newest new units we have. Okay, but it's 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 a mental health unit that. Focuses on just that small small unit. HBO did a documentary on that unit here in San Antonio. No shit. Yeah, no bullshit. What's it called? Uh, Ernie and John, or Joe and Ernie. Okay. Like okay, it's badass. Emmy. It's Emmy nominated. I'll this look year. it up, man. Badass. Yeah. It's Emmy nominated like this year. Um, HBO did a special, and there's another documentary on another on YouTube. There's a bunch of documentaries about this unit. In this San unit in San Antonio. Yeah. Wow. No, like, and it's badass, and like. When I first saw, I'm like, bro, I want to do that. Like, it's badass, right? Mm-hmm. One of the one of the other reasons why, like, this thing, uh, this career motivates me, right? Because there's so many avenues you can go to. But anyways, unfortunately, mental health is a real thing, and it sucks because I have, in the short time, you know, on patrol, mm-hmm. I have seen so many people dealing with mental health, and there's only so little you can do, and like, they're suffering, but like. I don't know if they, they I, I don't know, like, I can't say they know, but, like, they don't know. Like, to them, like, that's their world. Yeah. And you look at them and you're like, I'm so, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I want to help you, but, like, there's not much I can do. And so there are places we can take them, right? There are places to help. 
But even then, like, what are they going to do? Like, give you the proper medicine and then, like, sorry, like, that's all that's all they can do. I don't know. I guess we'd have to, like, read case studies and, like, but, see shit. Yeah, there's only so much to can understand. Do, so even So even, like, in the law enforcement side, there's only so much we can do in, as far as law enforcement. As like, far as law enforcement. Well, law like, enforcement. hey, like, you know, talk to de-escalation and talk you out and try to get you help. Let's go see somebody. Mm-hmm. And then we take them to see somebody. And even then, like, yeah, like, you know, there's doctors and stuff that specialize in that, in mental health. But then even then, then what? I mean, the med- there's medicine and stuff. Try to help them, calm them down maybe. Um, but there, you're right. The country itself is behind on mental health. Yeah. Uh, and there isn't a lot that we can't, there isn't a lot and that's the issue. Um, but it's legit. Like it's a real deal, man. Like there's a lot of people dealing with mental health. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because it sucks seeing them. Cause you're like, I'm sorry. Right. Right. Like you want to help, but you just don't know what to do. Right? Well, it's like, I don't like, I, I can't save you. Right. And like, as a law enforcement officer, you want to save everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, like I, I, I can't like, sorry when it comes to the mental game yeah like, how are you supposed to say it? i can i can try to talk you down like people who, who you know who who try to commit suicide people who um want to hurt themselves or hurt other people hey de-escalation is 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 so good um and i think my department did such a good job as, as showing us how to use de-escalation to our advantage um but it's the aftermath like you know people someone who wants to commit suicide right we take them to a special hospital a special place um to seek help talk to somebody right yeah but then even then, like, you know, so suicide isn't illegal. That's a thing. Like, right. killing yourself isn't illegal. Right. And it's a sh- it's shitty because... It's shitty because if someone, like, wants to hurt themselves, like, I can't... If you're not hurting anyone else, like, I can't stop you. Like, I can't use... I can stop you. If, if I see it, you know, there, I can try to, I can try to stop you uh, from hurting yourself. But like, there's only so much I'm allowed to do legally, right? Legally, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like you can't. I can't shoot, shoot you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can try to do intermediate weapons, you know, to try to stop you. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when someone wants to hurt themselves because it's not illegal. It's not like, and it's it's fucked. Saying yeah, it that. is kind of fucked. But it's not it, like right? you, now if there's other people in the in the in let's say let's say you're in the house, like in the vicinity. Or something. Yeah, like well, then that's different, right? Um, cause now, Hey, there's potential, there's potential hazards for other people. Someone else might get hurt, you know, in the process or whatever, even if your intention is not to hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, but it's, it sucks, man. It's, and it's real. Like it's so real. Um, I don't even know how we got on the topic, man, but I don't know. But I, I will say that, um, a couple of years ago when I went to London yeah. for that theater trip, I was at a bar or a pub. I was at a pub and, um, I was talking to the bartender and I asked her, Hey, when you have Americans come through here, what's like the main difference you see between us and y'all? And she said, therapy. I'm like, oh, therapy. That's really interesting. Why'd you say that? She's like, well, everyone here goes to therapy. Even the happiest people. Everyone goes to therapy. I'm like, dude, wow. If you go to therapy in America, you look like a bitch. And like, that's a problem. That is a problem. Absolutely. Like the happiest of people should go to therapy. Everybody should talk. Like that's why I love doing this podcast. Just talking to people. Yeah, you know I mean? tell just me about it. Bro. Talking to anybody all the time. Just talk about anything. Yeah. You know, whether you're happy or really sad, just talk, man. And they really like influence that shit over in Europe. But here, like, you're a bitch if you talk about your feelings. 
And that's a problem. And that is a problem. And I think it seems like right now people are like really like trying to be better about that. Yeah. And like maybe we're going in the right direction or we have an idea of which direction to go to make it better here. But we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. I don't know. It's true. I don't really know what more to say or do about that. Like, I don't know. No, and, and I think it's just um, time change. I think it's, 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 um, as we grow and, and learn more about, because mental health, like, even though it's been around, it's, it's a new thing, right? Like, therapy. It's a new, it's new in a sense of, like, more ex- accepting, more, uh, well, one more accepting, accessible. Accessible is the word. Else, it's it, you can access therapy easier now. Yeah, a lot easier yeah. now, which is a great thing. But also, I guess like culturally, yeah, more accepting, acceptable too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Which is good. But yeah, that's interesting. That yeah, Europe is so different, man. Yeah, I've never been, but like again, the stories I've heard, it's oh, a whole yeah. different world. Oh, Europe's crazy, man. You know? Yeah, crazy, crazy different. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 I do think that there's a sting in being an American right now, especially right now, um, which is unfortunate for people who are like super gung ho about being American. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, or even just like the people who are just like, fuck, like I want America to be great. Um, but, you know, we got some problems that we got to work on. Yeah. But the one thing that I can always feel good about or at least somewhat good about is that I live in Texas. Hell yeah. I love living in Texas. That's I right. love being a Texan. Texas isn't perfect either. You know, we got some shit we got to figure out too. But at the end of the day, it's like, dude, at least I live in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> at least we're not in California. Yeah, dude, for real. Especially with all that crazy wildfire shit going on over there, man. Crazy. Yeah. Damn, now you made me feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't, no, no. No, but dude, no, t- yeah, Texas California's is good, dude. Texas is, Texas is, is so far ahead. In other things, I would say. At least we think that. Way. I mean, I don't maybe know. I don't maybe, know. I've never lived anywhere else. Maybe we're full of shit. Maybe we, you know, just like Texans are. But. I've met people. Uh, I've in in you know at work. I've met people who are out of Texas and, and they came down and they're like, I didn't know there were cities here. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, they're like, nah, like legit. Like, I thought it was all sheriffs. I'm like, well, we have sheriffs. Like, yeah, <laughs> but is I don't think it's like horseback. What you think? Yeah, yeah. When I was on the cruise ship, my first night, I went to the cafeteria to eat, and there was this British dude. I sat, we sat down at the same table, and this British dude was like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Texas. It's like, Texas? Are you packing? What the fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, are you packing right now? I'm like, no, man. Not everyone in Texas has a gun. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy how easy it is to get a gun in Texas. Not just Texas. I mean, the I whole mean, country. The yeah. whole country, I mean, but yeah, Texas. It's crazy. Yeah. Especially Texas. Especially Texas, yeah. Especially Texas. Texas is great, man. I love Texas. I don't, dude. I don't. I can't imagine myself living anywhere else. Me neither, man. I I love visiting other places. Yeah, of course. I love traveling. I but, love traveling. But Texas is like your home base. Yeah, dude. Texas, man. Like everyone's so nice, man. The Southern hospitality. I mean, dude, okay, not everyone's nice. Not everyone's nice. Not everyone's nice. But compared to other states that I've been to, up north, Texas is very nice. Dude, yeah. I mean, I've spent a lot of time up north, too, and a lot of those people are nice. Dude, I was just in Dallas a couple weeks ago, hanging out for a couple days, and dude, everyone, I, every single person I ran into, just fucking nice. Just everyone yeah, was just super nice to me. Yeah, I was man. like, dude, this is great. This is great. Yeah, yeah, Texas. Southern hospitality. It's real, man. Yeah. And if you need any more reason to stay, we can Whataburger. Hell yeah. 
Yeah. Everything went downhill when Waterburger was sold to Chicago. To Chicago. Actually, everything went downhill when uh, Harambe was shot. Buck. Back in 2016. That's true. When Harambe was shot, everything has been downhill. Yeah, man. Okay, so I'm huge on conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. Huge, like crazy on conspiracy theories. Okay. And uh, there's this conspiracy. Speaking of like years, um, 2012. All right, 2012. Okay. Supposedly, if you research 2012 online. You can't find any evidence that 2012 was supposed to be the the, the the year we die. No evidence based off of the whole like Mayan calendar and all yeah, that. Yeah, none of that. Nothing. Oh, okay. None of that. Like apparently that like every like no research in 2012. Like remember how everyone's like, oh, dude, 2012, like everyone's gonna die. Uh, gonna, yeah. Dude, none of that exists online. I haven't tried it, but I've seen things about it, and I'm like, damn. And I probably should try it, right? But what? Dude, 2012, like, look it up on Google and see what And see how, like, nothing's there? Yeah. That's weird. So the theory is that we all did die in 2012. Oh, dude, don't fucking say that. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to me out, man. That's crazy. The, the, everything, so here's the theory, bro. Okay. In 2012, we did all die. We went in on, we, the Earth went into a black hole. I think, not the Earth, but the solar system, our soul, the Milky Way, went into a black hole. We've been in a black hole this whole time, right? That's why the days seem faster. That's why, like, things are going by faster. Like, bro, we're... That's really interesting. We're all dead, bro. 2012 was, like, such a good year for me, too. It's weird. 2012... 2012 was a good year. But I I don't feel a difference. But it's because the whole solar system went into the black hole. Back in the... Okay. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And the other conspiracy theory that I'm, like... I'm not saying it's true. Okay, hollow Earth, bro. Hollow Earth. The hollow. What's Earth. that about? The Earth's hollow. Because it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking. No, to I shit. don't, bro. The theory is that that because you know how there's a core, right? Like magma and all that bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't know for sure. I guess we don't know for sure. We've never because we, we never dug that deep. We haven't dug the deep yet. Right. We don't know for sure that there's a core. We assume, but there's no physical proof or evidence we've dug pretty deep though, the, the right? deepest hole we've dug is seven miles bullshit what, bro, really i'm telling you bro. that's the deepest we've dug it's the deepest hole we've ever dug and it's i'm not saying like a, a hole like where we go in like just a, a straight like a pipe let's just like like a small hole uh-huh if you look up on youtube the hole it's it's called like the gateway to hell or something like that because when you hear the video you hear screams and shit bro oh my god Bro, when they're digging that hole, people are screaming, bro. And so that's why, bro, it's the it's people in the hollow earth. Don't tell me. I think the th- only thing that freaks me out more than that is the ocean. Okay, bro. The ocean's fucking creepy too, bro. Dude, when you think about like the deepest, what's the deepest trench? Uh, is it the Mariana Trench? Uh, or maybe. Midnight something? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. The deepest yeah. point in the ocean? Scary shit. I don't even know how many miles it is deep, but. There's, there's, pitch, there's pitch YouTube black. videos on it, but. Pitch black. Like there's animals, where, there's fishes and that we're still finding. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, there's like something crazy, like thousands of species that we, well, we don't still have yet. not even. That's yeah. insane. It's to a me, bro. fucking crazy. You know what? Animal. I don't know what. What What do you call a fish? Or like, what's the scientific name? Oh shit. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Like, like <laughs> I just okay. play guitar, man. All right. <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't coin that, by the way. That's from a TV show. Damn. Where's so that from? It's from uh, Ozark. You ever seen that? No. Ah, uh, check it out. Ozark is crazy. I have to listen to it's it. It's a crazy show. I have to hear it. I have to watch it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Fucking squids, man. 
Squids are terrifying as fuck. Like giant squids? Giant squids, bro. Yeah, man. Like, think, just think of a giant squid. Can you imagine dying, being killed by a fucking giant squid? What a lame-ass way to die. Bro, just think about a giant squid for a second. Like a big, like a squid, right? But a giant squid, bro. Like laying, like, on the fucking beach. Like, you walk up one day to Port A, you see a fucking giant squid. Eyes on each side. Fucking pointy head. Like, it's terrifying as fuck, bro. Yeah, dude. Scary, like, big ass, like, fucking size of an 18-wheeler. You're like, fuck. And that shit exists, bro. It shit exists. I would say whales, too. Well, I think we're more normal to whales. We're though. a little bit normalized to whales. Whales are mammals. But if you imagine just a fucking whale on the beach, that's this scary. giant that's thing, true. that's scary, too. Man. Well, you know, I mean, whales are mammals. Yeah, true. Sure. Dolphins are mammals. Have you watched The Boys yet? No. Ah, uh, dude, you gotta watch The Boys. There's there's a scene with the whale in it that's really good. But you really, gotta, you gotta watch the boys. It's right? a band, right? Like they're a band. No, or something? no, no. So the boys is a. It's kind of like a weird satire on American, not just American, but superheroes in general. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it it it's like you take all the shitty things about America and then make them superheroes. <laughs> nice. And that's what the show. The about. way the superheroes really would, be would be in our society. In our society. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's that's true. That's funny. Yeah, what is it on Netflix? Uh, Amazon on Amazon. Yeah, gotta check it out, man. Speaking of the ocean, though, so ocean's fucking terrifying. Like I agree with that. So I did. Uh, was it parasailing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up in Cozumel one year. I went parasailing, and bro, something about being I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. Fifty feet is that even accurate? No, probably more than that. It's pro- I think it might be more than that. I don't know. I went parasailing in Hawaii. I can't. Yeah. It was high up. It was I high as fuck. I can't think about the distance. This, like, it was know. high as fuck. Yeah. 100 feet. I don't know. I don't know. Some, it was high. High. That's it. High as fuck. Yeah. And something about looking down, and it's just water. It was fucking terrifying. Dude, yeah. Man. I freaked out. I, I probably lasted maybe like a minute up there. <laughs> Before you started freaking out? Before I was like, get me down. Okay. Get me down, bro. Because something about looking down, I'm like... Bro, if this rope that's holding me to this boat rips, I'm parachute. I'm on a parachute basically. Yeah. And where am I landing? In the water. Yep. Like in, in the your, deep blue, bro. In your fucked. And you know what's gonna land on top of me? This parachute. In the deep blue ocean. You're fucked. And I'm fucked because this fucking life jacket, whatever. But I got a parachute that lands on top of me, and then I'm gonna fucking drown. And then yeah. a shark's gonna get me, bro. Something. A giant squid's gonna, dude. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's how that's how it was on the cruise ship, man. Like, you know, like late at night or even during the day. Like during the day, and you're in the middle of the ocean, you just look around. There's nothing but ocean. Mm. You're like, damn, dude. If we sunk right now, that'd be it. Look, we're fine. And then in the middle of the night, like anybody can just walk anywhere. Yeah. So if somebody, it happens a lot, unfortunately, on cruise ships. Overboard. People jump overboard. It's like, dude, you don't know. Yeah, you like, don't know. Like, it, it's weird. It's so crazy. I couldn't imagine. The ocean is a scary place. I mean, we only know what like. <coughs> Well, you know, like 3% of the ocean. Something crazy like that. Yeah, bro. I don't know. That's insane. You know what's also insane, though, bro? I don't know why we're on this topic, bro. But, <laughs> but space, Whatever. bro. Space is cool, man. Okay, so here's the issue with space. Here's my here's my issue with space. Do you believe that space is infinite? Well, I don't know shit about <laughs> fuck, right? So I don't think anybody knows anything, really, when it comes to space. Space, anything? I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know, man. Okay, but, okay, hear me out on this, all right? Because when you try to think about, like, things being infinite, 
Like, it's something about, like, our minds that, like, we can't think, like, I can't, and I've talked to other people about this, like, our minds just can't comprehend infinite. No, we couldn't. There's no We, we can't. We like, can't. our brains don't comprehend that. Inf- infinity. Like, space is infinite. Like, there is no end to space. Sure. And it's like, nah, like, nah, like, they're, like it's weird. Thing but, but okay, so here's my thing, and I got told this, because I, I made the argument, like, nah, it has to end, uh-huh. right? But then they made the argument of, well, what's on the other side of it? Like fuck. <laughs> and then you're just like, damn, bro. Yeah. Because if it ends, then what's what's on the other side? Like what's? I don't know. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. It, inf- something about infinite is just—it's too much to for the brain about. to comprehend. Dude, I heard someone once say that God is like gravity, mm. and that it's there. We know it's there. We can't see it. Yeah. But we know it's there, and it connects everything. That's deep. I was like, "Damn, that's really good shit." That's deep. Yeah, yeah man. God is gravity. God is gravity. It's there. That's true. We don't. We don't. We know it's there. We don't, we don't feel see, it. We don't see it. But it connects everything. Fuck. I think that's really interesting. That's good. Yeah. Some deep stuff, and I don't know how we got on the topic of space and oceans and infinite and and all that crap. But man, yeah, dude. It, like, there's so much we don't know. Like so the, much we don't know, but also like, who cares that we don't know? Like, yeah, right. I don't know. Like, live a fucking life. Like, yeah, don't man. worry about it. And you know, I think that's one of the reasons why I really connect to Men in Black. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I love it. Dude, the first one though about like when they're playing marbles. Is that the first one they're playing marbles? Yep. Bro, it's like, damn. Yeah, it gets yeah. to you. You're like, jeez. Yeah, but who cares? Like, if that's true, if that was true, so what? Who cares? Yeah, bro. it's not like we're ever gonna fucking know or experience it. So like, true. Who cares? Like, worry about what's in front of you and just do your thing. Worry about today. Worry about right now. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah. And then as far as living your life goes, I mean, there's that saying, um, think globally, act locally. Mm. You know what I mean? I haven't heard of that one before. Yeah, yeah. So, like, think about the world's problems. Always think about it. But act with your local circle. Yeah. Because... Anything I do here in San Antonio, Texas, it's not going to affect someone in China. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can think about the problems they have in China, but I can't do anything about it. But I know there's some, probably some issues in San Antonio or my life, my circle of friends, my family, yeah, whatever. We can I can fix. do something about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, and that's good. Uh, one, one foot forward, one foot over the other. Yeah. One step at a time. How do you eat a sit? Uh, how do you eat a shit sandwich? One bite at a time. Bro. <laughs> damn. Yeah, I guess that's true. I was like, "What's the punchline here?" No, bro. Like, one damn, bite no. at a time. No, it's bro. just real. It's just it's real, bro. Shit. Yeah. When the shit hits the fan, how do you do it, bro? You take it one step at a time, bro. Dude, yeah, I don't know. I feel like me personally, something that I had to sit down and deal with during the early stages of quarantine was wow mad shavers when something bad happens you're really good at just immediately turning it off and throwing it away instead of looking at it and like figuring it out and then that's something i had to do during quarantine because it's like all you have is you in your room right yeah you know it's like the shit sandwich like eat instead of throwing the shit sandwich away which i guess you could do eat the shit sandwich and then like wow I didn't like that I'm never gonna experience that again yeah well we gotta learn from our mistakes 
Yeah, for sure. You know, we, we can't, I don't think we can grow without making mistakes. And when you make mistakes, personally, Mike, personally for me, when I make a mistake, you know, I'll, I'll never do that shit again. Right. Because that sucked. Because it sucks. But you got to learn something. Like when, you know, I don't have kids, right? But I always heard, you know, when a kid falls, scrapes its knee, its knee, scrapes their knee, uh, you know, starts crying and stuff. Uh-huh. Or when they, taught, when they touch a hot stove or something, you know, they'll never do that shit again. Right. They'll learn. It's going to suck. Yeah. But they'll learn, don't touch that hot stove. I feel like that's especially true with, like, kids and stuff. But I think a lot of young adults, even old adults, older people, I don't know, sometimes they don't fucking learn. They just keep doing the same shit. And it's like, I don't know why that is. Yeah, bro. There's a good book I read. I don't know why I thought about this. Uh, it's called Tweak. Mm-hmm. by Nick uh, Chef Nick Sheaf I don't know how you say his last name okay um, but it's 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 about um, just going about that like the mistake you never like you always keep making the same mistake and his in the book it's him trying to go through recovery from drugs okay and alcohol uh, but one of the statements that he makes throughout the book is like the only reason like I kept doing drugs was to just try to get that first high again mm right and that's and that's where shit gets dangerous because they start doing drugs right because the first time they got high whether it be marijuana whether it be meth whatever Mm. they got high well then let's say it starts with marijuana well then they can't get the high again so they go to something stronger you know meth or something whatever and you're always trying to get that first high and you'll never get that first high again like you'll never you never will experience that high until you go to something stronger yeah but then you'll never experience that one again until you start mixing shit. Yeah. And that's where you get fucking dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. So I think it's this. People just, I think people just try to re-experience some things. Uh, but every time they do, it gets worse. Yeah. I th- Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. I think that's something I realized about myself in college. Yeah. You know, I fortunately slash unfortunately started doing a lot of shit at a really early age yeah. just because growing up in small towns i mean that's just how it is yeah but then like by the time i was in my early 20s um you know you're like damn you know i have the way i felt and acted upon this certain thing is not the same thing 10 years later yeah you know from when i was 13 to 21 like drinking for example like drink from when i was 13 and then my 21st birthday happened. Oh, you know, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is just another day of drinking. And it's like, holy shit, no, man. Like, it's not the same anymore. Yeah. You know? So to have the strength and mental capacity to tell yourself, I, this is not good. Yeah. And it's important. Yeah. I think uh, at some times people need, oh, I don't know, a change in their lifestyle, whether it be medical issues or something physical happening to them or something. Yeah. Where you realize, oh, shit, this is bad. I need to change it. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's, it's life, man. I mean, it's shit that happens. Um, again, it's part of the growing up, you know, people learning from your mistakes. I mean, I learned from my mistakes. Won't do that shit again. Uh, you know, I hope it never happens again. So, yeah. just part of it. Part of the game, I guess, bro. You gotta do to learn. That's right. It's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever been told. You yeah, gotta bro. do to learn. Do to learn. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Well, bro, Dude, this has been a, a, a good night, good cigar night. We're, uh, I think, we're gonna go hit some cigars now. Yeah, now we do because uh, you know 
with a cigar night, usually we try to be outside and stuff, but with COVID and, and well, today it was raining outside and all this stuff. We, yeah, yeah, we did the episode in so, indoors, and, and I think we're going to try to switch to that. Um, just so it's more clear, it was such a pain, you know, previously, uh, you know, early episodes, would it be outside and stuff? There was so much back, uh, background noise and stuff. Oh, and yeah. It was hard to edit that shit out. And so, so I'm gonna, I'm trying to. We can figure that out. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But but there is there is a lot of I mean outside things. Yeah. Uh, when you try to do things outside live, you know, one in one uh, time, uh, yeah. one shoot type things. Um, but I think indoors, it's it's sounds better. I think. Um, yeah. And it it makes it a little easier. Uh, to I do it. I bet we could Google something to make outdoors work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I definitely want to get back to you know smoke cigars during the podcast. You know, that's a, a big point of this podcast. But but cigar night for me, man, honestly, it's more about a message, you know, and that's to, to get the message of, of of trying to get people to to be happy, man, to do what they love. Um, although cigar night revolves around cigars and stuff, cigars is just what brings the people together. Exactly. Dude. You know, I think for me, the, the the goal of the podcast is to get just to to make people happy by listening. Um, give people ideas motivation to do new things um you know so cigars it, it is a plus uh to it the podcast but um we're still trying to figure out man we're still going through yeah. uh, through things man hey hey man it's part of the growing up bro that's right that's try right. it's part of the process man yeah man you gotta adapt and adjust adapt and adjust i love that bro well with that man I think it's been a, a great episode we recorded today. Uh, it's great having you here. Matt Shavers and his evil ways. Can't wait to see that EP drop and yeah, hear man. it. I can't wait. Either. Is it going to be on Spotify and stuff? What's the it's going to be. That? So it's going to be on a lot of things. It's actually, it's going to be, we're still working that out, but it's going to be at least on Apple Music, Spotify, Bandcamp. Hell yeah. And then on some other things. So as long as you're already like subscribed to those things. Yeah, we'll see it. You're, you're going to get it. You don't have to pay anything extra. To Hell get yeah. It. Well, when we, when you put, drop it, you know, uh, on your Instagram page, whatever it's going to be on, uh, I'll make sure to put it on my page, on the Cigar Night page, so you can check it on the story, get the link, and we'll check out Matt Shavers and his evil ways with the EP, and I don't know, maybe an album will come out later. Next year, dude. Hell yeah. Next year, my first full length will be next year, for sure. That's exciting. Yeah, man. Great. I I can't wait to see what the future holds for you, man. Thanks, dude. It's great seeing you. It's great great having you here, and, and we'll catch up soon, man. For sure. All right, man. Well, this is Cigar Night with Rick Guzman. Y'all have a great night, everybody.